Hello, Internet. I am Tiffany Carlson, and you are listening to Life After Paralysis. This is our February 2020 episode, and this episode is all about wheelchair life hacks. And if you don't know what that means, <laughs> that basically means little tricks and tips to make your life easier as someone with a disability or a spinal cord injury or a wheelchair user, whatever. So I think this is a great topic because there's always these little things that you pick up after your discharge that you'll discover that will completely change your life. And this is a very important topic because a lot of therapists just don't tell us these things. And for me, um, I have one that I want to share real quick before I uh, have you guys listen to our awesome guests. And I know I'm a C6 quad and I can't move my fingers, but I can move my wrists. So I can't pick up things off the floor that great. And every time I drop something, I have to lean over, hook my arm, struggle with my floppy fingers to get my hand around something to get it off the floor. And it can take way too long sometimes and it really is really really frustrating and so i bought this uh fryer uh a tool that you're that's like a, um, a basket on a long wooden handle and i use it to pull you know fried food out of uh, the pan well one day i dropped something that i was like i can't get this off the floor so i went and grabbed that tool wedged it between my fingers where i can know it'll stay without falling out and then i leaned over i hooked my arm and i picked up something way easier than I've ever had before. It was like, it went from being an eight on the difficulty scale to about a two. And it was all because of the stupid fryer, you know, tool that I use for cooking. And I have a reacher and that reacher doesn't even work as well as this little tool does because, you know, I can't use uh, the squeezer thing on most of those uh, reachers. So I can't actually grip the thing on the floor, but this basket just scoops it right up and then I put it right on my lap. And it's only like 10 bucks on Amazon, so I'm gonna share that link for all of you guys in the description of the podcast. So I'm gonna bring on our guests now. We have, gosh, we have three people, I believe, or four. So our first guest is James Collins. He's from Hawaii, and he has a pretty cool hack that I think all of you are going to enjoy. I'm not going to give too much away, but it's regarding parking his vehicle and how to stop people from parking next to it. A simple a simple little thing that he buys at the store. And he's uh, from Hawaii, so that's cool. And then we're also going to be joined by Amir from Nevada, who uses a simple little reacher tool from Amazon that he loves and he also has some hand controls for his car that he's going to share and then we're also going to be joined by Brandon who loves this system on his Apple phone his iOS system that lets him use the phone without touching it and even though he can touch the phone this is really handy and he's going to tell us why and last but not least we're gonna be joined by Tyler, and he's really cool. Tyler is from Washington State. He can't move his arms, he's a C1 quad, and he has come up with some of the coolest inventions, I mean, DIY stuff from in his house. A lot of it's stuff that he bought, but one of the coolest things he bought, that he created, uh, uses spatulas, and then he puts, uh, he has PCA's preload food on the spatulas at his level. He'll tell us more. He'll tell us more about it when he joins us later. But it's a really cool life hack, 
if you use, you know, if you have a high-level spinal cord injury. Amazing. Okay, so everybody hang tight. We're going to be joined by Mr. James Collins from Hawaii in one moment. Thanks again for listening, everybody. All right. Hey, everybody, this is Tiffany, and we are starting our Wheelchair Hacks episode with our first guest, James Collins. He's from Hawaii, and he's going to share a really simple wheelchair life hack that can change your life if you use a van. So, hey, James, welcome. Hey, welcome to you, Tiffany. <laughs> so it's pretty cool that you're out in Hawaii, and I don't, I don't even know like your level of injury. So, care, will you kind of share with us your background sure. and where you're, um, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, I got injured in uh, 1971 um, from a fall, and um, when I hit the ground, uh, I fractured four vertebrae, T5 and T6, and T8 and T9 but they're both incomplete fractures. So I still have uh, some uh, sensory nerves and motor nerves that function all the way down. Um, for instance, I'm able to stand up if I can hold on to something. And uh, that's how I get my wheelchair into my car. I don't even have a lift or a, a ramp or anything like that. I just okay. stand up next to my driver's side door and pull the wheelchair in. And awesome. um, so uh, I've, got injured when I was 19. I'm okay. 68 now. Yeah. And wow. uh, had a career as a high school teacher and okay. uh, been married. And okay. my wife is also a uh, high school teacher. And Aww. we live here. We're retired here uh, in the islands. Okay. Hawaiian Islands. In the Hawaiian Islands. Did you, um, where were you guys living before you retired? Northern California near Sacramento. Okay. So that's quite the... Is it a nice change, the weather, or I bet it is? It's a very nice change. Sacramento Valley, uh, the Central Valley in the, in the summertime is super hot. You can get up to 112 degrees. And then in the wintertime, it, it's kind of cold and gray a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife definitely wanted to move to Hawaii when we retired. And uh, I had started playing Hawaiian music and wanted to surf. So, uh, yeah, we decided to move here. And when I retired in 2013 and uh, she retired in 2014, we moved here. So how are you? Do you surf standing up with your incomplete injury? No, no. I surf flying down. I'll send you a picture. Awesome. Well, that's what you're living the life out there. That sounds fabulous. So you mentioned you drive a car, right? Yeah, I have a Dodge um, not a Dodge. I have a Chrysler Town and Country a okay. minivan. Oh, a minivan. Awesome. So, all right. So I drive a minivan too. And so I kind of understand where you're coming from when you told me about your hack online, because let me tell you, I've run into many, many people that have parked too close to my car and then you can't get the, yeah, rental, that's you a know, common, common mm -hmm. problem. And, and, um, I've been dealing with it since 1971 and, uh, I've uh, been driving since then with uh, with hand controls, mm -hmm. and um, uh, it's always been an issue uh, for me. And then about, oh, I guess about eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago now, I was uh, uh, parked in two spaces because there were no more handicapped spaces available. Mm -hmm. And I came out to my minivan after going to lunch or something like that, and 
to find somebody had taken offense that I had taken two spaces and thought I was a horrible person enough <laughs> that they keyed my car, my minivan. Ooh. And I thought, wow. oh man, I can't, I can't go through life getting keyed like this all the time. Mm -hmm. So I thought about um, getting a, uh, a uh, blue traffic cone through Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I found a sticker that uh, said, please do not park within four feet. And I uh, put, slapped that on there with another sticker showing a bigger um, handicapped parking symbol, universal access symbol. And so for the price of two stickers and a um, uh, traffic cone, and I, you could probably use just an orange traffic cone. They're very common. Um, I uh, got myself a way to alert other drivers not to park too close, and I haven't had any issues with it. I awesome. even use it when I sometimes when I park in a handicapped spot. If um, if the spot is large enough for somebody to park on the stripes, mm -hmm. sometimes I'll put it at the front of the stripes, not where somebody's ramp would come down, okay. but at the very front of the stripes. Yeah. Uh, just to let people know not to park in the stripes. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, you know, it's a, it's a, such a simple idea, but it's it's kind of cool. I I heard of a lady years ago doing something similar to your idea, and I just mm -hmm. it's it's funny that you know we have to come up with you know it's great that we're we're so smart and you come up with these smart ideas, but it's too bad that we're not taught this like in driver's education, adaptive driver's education, or something like that, you know, because it is something that I think almost every person in a wheelchair runs into. We should all just get cones and start making these for our vehicles, you know. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's such a simple idea that yeah. kind of kind of like uh, Ben Franklin never. Um, patented the uh, lightning rod because he thought it was such a simple idea and <laughs> he wanted people to have it, uh, you know, so they didn't have to, you know, buy a li licensing fee from him. Um, I just want people to know about it. I wouldn't even, and if somebody else decided to market it, well, more power to them. Absolutely. And it's so easy. So basically you have two cones or how many cones are you using? I just use one. Use one, awesome, and then it's yeah. just, and then it, you just put it out, and then you, is there a rope or anything tied to it? No, I thought about that, mm -hmm. and I just thought, you know, if somebody's gonna steal this thing, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's so easy to replace, mm -hmm. and yeah. nobody has, yeah. Um, so I've I've, I've uh, had universal success with it 100% of the time. This is awesome. And I've been doing it for about mm -hmm. eight years now. Yeah. And yep. Um, I uh, uh, I wish I'd thought about it 40 years ago. <laughs> isn't that isn't that funny how things are like that sometimes in life? Jeez. Yeah, I know. And well, it's, yeah. and you're right. It's it's something that ought to be taught. Um, and I'm sure there's other ways to do it. I've, I've heard about people that um, put out uh, sort of like a, a stick or something like that. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. that has, and then a, a sign or something. I don't know. There's yep. all, I'm sure somebody will come up with a better idea in the future. But for right now, this is what works for me. <laughs> and uh, uh, if anybody wants to, borrow this idea uh that's fine with me and if they uh 
if somebody who's a real entrepreneur decides that they're going to actually, you know, market this idea, well, hey, I think that's great. Awesome. And can you just buy a cone at like a Home Depot or something like that? Oh, yeah. Cones are available all over the place. All right. See, I didn't know that. This is cool. I'll have to get myself yeah. a cone. I'm going to get my, see, my hands don't work that great. So I'm going to have to create a little hook on, little loop on the top of my cone. Then I can put it out there and pick it up or something like that, you know? Yeah, you could put like a tennis ball uh, yeah. up in there and yeah. uh, with a, a rope coming through the tennis ball. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could, you, you could definitely um, improve it for uh, somebody with limited use of their hands. And idea. I just keep it in the back of the minivan. Yep. And mm -hmm. I go back there, open up the tailgate, pull it out, okay. set it out, put it back, you know, shut up the tailgate and I'm ready to go. And uh it's uh it also comes in handy. It I use it to jam between my surfboard and my beach wheelchair body as I oh, yeah. have them both I back there in the in the back of the van and it keeps the um fragile rails of the surfboard from getting damaged by the metal on the uh, beach wheelchair. So well, it has see, more than one use in, in the back that. of my van. Yeah. And all it is is a cone. Sometimes that's why I love this episode we're doing because we're talking about just simple things that can really change everything in your life. It's so cool. So I'm going to get a cone, I think, this weekend. I'm not kidding because this is happening to me all the time. Um, and so I where think did you say you live? I live out here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, my wife's from Bemidji. No way. Well, shoot. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. We'll tell her hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, what's funny, I was going to mention before I let you go about the cone. It's just funny how, you know, how people just aren't paying attention on the roads. So everyone's in their own world. And, it, and, and right. sometimes people aren't noticing how they need to keep room for vans. But it's all it takes is a cone, right? And the people just see that, and that's all it takes. Which yeah, and you know, yeah. it's people universally respect the traffic cone. You know, when mm -hmm. they see a traffic cone, they know I'm not going to drive there. Yeah. Right. Yep. They, it's 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 instinctive. Absolutely. I know. And uh, so it it doesn't require any. They don't even have to really read a sign. And if they really want to get curious about it, they can you know park somewhere and walk over and look at it, and then it says right there. Do not park within four feet, totally. and which yeah. they might not see actually from their car because so they might have not have good vision yeah. to read from that distance. That's so. But you, uh, I found it's uh, universally accepted. Um, nobody's ever called me on it, uh, you know. And sometimes you park in parking lots where they have security guards and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And if they really were upset about it, they definitely could do something about it if they wanted to, um, you know, like throw it away <laughs> or something like that. Nope. Nobody's ever bothered it. It's a, it just stays there when I come back from wherever however I've gone and back to my minivan. It's right there. Um, throw it in the back of the uh, the van and off I go. All right. That's like the best news ever. People are actually nice and they're not stealing the cone. <laughs> No, they're not. Mm -hmm. And, and um, uh, I've had several people uh, in chairs and stuff, you know, comment when they see it, you know, wow, that's a great idea or something like that. Yeah. So uh, well, it's almost universally accepted. Well, I love it. I love this wheelchair hack. This is a super good wheelchair life hack. So um, 
I want to say thanks, um, aloha to you out there in Hawaii. I wish I was out there. Oh yeah, way. yeah. Aloha, um, Nui Loa. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. As we say in the island, Ahui Ho, which means see you soon. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, one day I'll make it out to Hawaii. My whole family loves Please it. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Come on out here, and um, I'll show you around. All right. Well, enjoy. Um, and thanks again. Okay. Have a great one. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, James. Thanks. Hey, everybody. We are joined by Amir. He is here to talk about a reacher, which may sound a bit mundane, but if you use a wheelchair, you know how critical they are. So, hey, Amir, welcome. Hey. Thank you, Tiffany. I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk. You're welcome. Um, so I don't know. I know that you ha you were born with your disability and yeah. you're from right. Nevada, right? Nevada, correct. That is correct. Yes, okay. I have uh, arthrogryposis and okay. I've been in a, a wheelchair all my life. So yeah, manual okay. wheelchair. <laughs> so is your mobility more like a paraplegic then or a... Yeah, yeah, I would say so because uh, it generally affects my legs. Uh, and my uh, spine, I have, I have severe scoliosis, but for now, yeah. um, I'm, I can still function as a, you know, uh, I guess the te technical term they, they have given it would be a, a function quadriplegic. That's what they kind of ah, okay. come off the doctors. Yeah. So. Okay. And can you, are your hands, in your hands, they work yeah. normally too? Okay, cool. Just so I yeah. have an idea. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, for my hands up. Uh, but uh, yeah, the reachers, uh, just uh, jumping into it, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's just it. one of those things that uh, when I discovered them, I just couldn't live without them. I mean, it's not something that I carry with me uh, on my chair. I've seen some people do that, but I mean, if you go shopping, if you're, you know, by yourself, definitely that's something, you know, I, uh, every now and then I, I wish I had it on me when I'm shopping, uh, grocery store, market, whatever. Yeah. Um, if there's somebody around, obviously I can ask them, but to have it, it's just extremely handy. And uh, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. Uh, um, of course, on Amazon, they have them, yeah. you know, many different kinds, but well, uh, they are not the best kind. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. what do you, you use? You use, you showed me this link that you love this one. So let's yeah. start with the one you use. Yeah, yeah, this one is really strong. I mean, I, I can uh, grab, uh, uh, you know, heavier, um yep. uh, plates off yep. the you know uh, higher cabinets okay. in the kitchen uh i've managed to you know That's not drop any so far yet mm -hmm. knock on the wood um mug you know um yeah. so they're, they're very strong uh some of them are you know very flimsy so you know that's just uh, one of those things you have to see what works best for you depending on your needs so so I, can I say, so you sent me the Unger Professional Nifty Nabber Reacher. Mm -hmm. That's the one you use. It's 48 to like $25. Yeah. And so, and it's, it is one yeah. that requires, you know, dexterity. You have to be able to squeeze it to yeah. use it, of course. But, that um, is correct. So, yeah. so do, does it retract? Can you put it kind of in your chair somewhere? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, well, no, not this kind. Not the kind that sent you, actually. That one is one long. Oh, you know, okay. uh, 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 you know, stick basically with the with the forks or okay. the fingers, I guess, or whatever you want to call them on on top. Yeah. The yep. grabber part, but they do have. Uh, there's this other kind that recently actually bought from Amazon. Okay. That one is very practical. It does collapse. Yeah. It you know you, you can collapse it uh, halfway. Uh, you know, uh, the 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 size of you know lengthwise lengthwise, and yeah. then uh, you can you can you know store it a lot easier. In fact, I have a 
a cup holder next to my chair, you know, attached to my chair mm-hmm. um, that I sometimes, if I have to, you know, move that with me from one room to another, I use that one because it's easier to store. I can carry it inside that. And I can send you the link if that's something you can maybe post or something. Yeah, yeah, when you look it up on Amazon, okay. I think that one, the, the one that collapses, is one of the first ones that come up. Okay. It's not as strong as the one I sent you and, no. and okay. read the reviews, but it's uh, actually lighter. And if you don't have as, as much dexterity, as much strength in your uh, uh, fingers and, and yep. hands, it's probably a better option because really? it's easier to operate. Cool. Right. Cool. There's a lot of them yeah. out there. I know I can't use my hands at all, so I have to use a, sure. a reacher that I have to fold mm-hmm. this thing back to get it to clamp at the end. And and it's exactly. I've ran it over and it doesn't really work and it's really expensive to replace. So I just it's yeah. been broken for that's years amazing. actually. So, but um, that's so yeah. nice that these cheap ones are available on Amazon. So, what are mm-hmm. some of the more weirder things you've used it for? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I think I do. I really know, do. But, 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 you know, I, I mean, uh, joke aside, I, there's one, I don't do it now, but I had a car, the hand controls were kind of on the EP side, which I don't recommend it. You know, if your hand controls in your car, if you do drive, mm-hmm. that's one of those things you have to make sure you're always very well maintained and safe and secure. But, yeah. It doesn't hurt to have one of them handy, one of these grabbers. Yep. Um, I kind of used to put it next to me at the driver's seat on the, on the floor. Yep. Um, and then in case the hand control fails or oh. falls off of the pedal, you oh. can grab it immediately and kind of use it as a makeshift hand control. Again, on it's not pedal. safe, yeah. but it's much better than, having you know, no having no hand control and you have to break all of a sudden, you know, it's yeah. terrible. So... That's wow. one of, I think, the most, uh, yeah. That's uh, scary, but that's a, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go there if, if you're if something breaks. You that's crazy. Oh, do you yeah. live alone? So are you, well, since you live no. alone, do you find you have to use it a lot? Or? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I've been married for 17 years, oh, okay. and, and my wife is very uh, attentive and, and helpful, of course. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things, uh, you know, she's not always around, you know, when yeah. I need something or, Mm-hmm. So these definitely come in handy. Um, yeah. So definitely, you know, awesome. I, I highly recommend them. Okay. And so yeah. let's also, I know since I have you here, you've been in, you know, you've been in a wheelchair your whole life. So I imagine you probably yeah. have a couple yeah. of other, you know, things you use. And right. you were mentioning you drive your car. What kind of hand yeah. controls do you use? Yeah, I used to have, uh, you know, uh, these hand controls where I had to kind of take my car to the shop i don't remember the brands i went through so many of them because i get different cars i can't you know stay with the same car too long so i used to take my car to shop and and they had to install it you know it cost thousands of dollars and it would permanently damage the car because they had to you know bolt it down um i discovered these little gems uh of of uh portable hand controls which at first i was using them just for that purpose if i was traveling in a new rental um, again, I found them on Amazon. They're, I think, a couple hundred dollars. Okay. Um, it's hard to describe. Again, I can send you a link. Yeah, and you can post it. it. I found them to be extremely helpful. And a few years ago, actually, maybe like six, seven years ago, I changed my car and I decided to just use that as my permanent hand controls. And okay. I have never looked back. They really? they are extremely helpful. And okay. I don't remember the brand off of my head, but there's this okay. one guy, I think he's in Missouri or somewhere, 
He well, makes them, and yeah, they are very popular. So. Are they are they secure since they're not permanent? Do they they feel are. Secure? They okay. they are actually very secure. I mean, you have to install them, or you know, if you can. Somebody can help you. But I normally, you know, in fact, this morning I had to drop off my car at the shop, yeah. and they had to, they gave me a loaner. I had to remove them from that car and put it in the loaner, oh, which nice. took a, a you know overall maybe half hour. But again. Yeah. I didn't have, I mean, you know, I didn't have to rent a different car or anything. I just use whatever they gave me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're very secure. They have, they, they get bolted or, you know, there's, they have the screws and plates and stuff. Okay. It, awesome. They look, um, yeah, kind of complicated, but it's not. So they're very uh, helpful and handy. And you buy those just online too and install them on your own? Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I've been, I've been using the same one for a number of years. But okay. just a couple of years ago, I bought another one just as a backup again because if something happens to you know so yeah, right. i've been using it full time so and do you also on in your car do you use um a knob or anything on the steering wheel or anything like that no i've never i've never had one of those i kind of you know right. i never tried one of those i just yeah i guess for certain mm -hmm. cars it might come handy or you know if you have certain needs okay. uh that, that the knob may come handy so come <laughs> handy but yeah all right well, earlier, if there are other other things there's one more thing that kind of just popped in my mind but kind of throw it out there um again it's something that probably most people just out of need uh out of necessity i guess it comes up and, and people have, have, are using it as just these uh portable ramps um you know you used to be uh where you had to kind of buy from these special manufacturers now they again you can buy them online nearly amazon and they yeah. come in so many different shapes and yep. You know, these ramps, little ramps you can put, you know, uh, it yeah. could be, yeah, it could be like over the two or three stair steps or just a threshold coming from right. the garage mm -hmm. uh, into the, you know, laundry room or inside the house. So yeah, they have, they come in and they're very handy and helpful and safe and all that. So That's a great tip. I have some for my dad's yeah. sunken living room. And if I didn't mm -hmm. have those, that yeah. portable ramp, I wouldn't be able to get there for family dinner. So good tip. Very good tip. Exactly. Well, thank you, <laughs> right. Amir, for sharing your advice. No you know, problem. life in a wheelchair, thank you're bound you. to get more tips. So thank yeah. you so much. Of course. All right, no and have a thank you for uh, having me on your podcast. Oh uh, yeah, and good luck out there all um, right. with all your uh, you. life out there in Nevada. Thank you. All right, thank yeah, you. Bye. Take care. Yep. All right, hey everybody. So we are back with another wheelchair life hack tip from Brandon. He's one of my Twitter followers, um, and he has a tech-inspired tip, which I'm surprised we haven't gotten more of these because technology is so important now in so many people's lives that have disabilities, so this should be really good. So, hey, Brandon, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is super cool. So, I, I don't even know, like, anything about you other than you have a spinal cord injury, right? I do, yeah. It's the okay, tell us more. Cervical? Um, okay. Yeah, it's the fifth vertebrae, so I have a C5, yeah. C5, alrighty, so C5 injury. How long have you been injured? Uh, 2014, in okay. November it was, and it, okay. was, um, it was a car accident, so yeah. Six years, six years as a quad, so okay, and yeah. I'm guessing from your voice you sound like you're in your 20s. Yeah. Oh, I, I just turned 29. You just so turned 20. Oh, you're yeah, cute. Yeah, I just sound 29. Yeah, you sound like a 20-year-old, but believe me, you enjoy this time of your life. You sound cute. You sound like adorable. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank um, you. Yeah, so, man, so I remember when I was 20 and I was paralyzed. I was a C6 quad when I was 14. 
I'm 40 yeah. now. I've been, I've been hurt for so long. But so for you, you're kind of lucky because you kind of are, you know, alive when all this really cool technology is able to help us and everything. And so let's get right into it. I know that you have this phone that you must have your tech. This is your iOS system, right? Yeah. So yeah. So I use, I use, um, an iPad actually I use an iPad all the time but oh, okay. what I'll be telling you about the voice control is it works with um, it works with any iOS so it'll work on a phone as well okay cool okay so use this iPad now I I'm gonna sound like I don't know a lot about technology because I don't have one of these systems in my house but is this like basically all voice activated app that you can use to turn on and off stuff in your house um oh okay so yeah there is that you can yep. there is that availability with it but no what this is is yeah voice voice control is kind of like everything that siri can't do like anything okay. that siri can't do this voice control can do and so okay the whole user interface and that means like think of it as your fingers like you push any button or you swipe the screen or tap anything yeah. that you would be able to do with your fingers yeah. you can do with your voice through voice control and oh, right, right right um you know siri can be limiting because siri can for instance open an app for you or read a text message for you or something like that but it can't actually interact with the user interface of the ipad and which is the screen and, and that's what i mean is yeah. touching specific buttons yeah. or um swiping that's All crazy. Stuff, so. yep, yeah, I've the, heard about the, this. So this is basically for people that can't touch their phone. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I can touch the phone. Right. But like when I'm in bed, it's very useful. And I know a lot of people with disabilities, um, they either just can't touch the screen at all or when they're yeah. in bed. Yeah. I know for me, until I found out what voice control was, yeah. uh, when I was in bed, I would be like, very limited in the like the functionality that I could get out of my iPad and yeah. I could only do the things that Siri would let me do and oh, so yeah. then with this voice control now uh, you know I can control the entire iPad and anything I want really um, and so yeah so anybody who's like laying in bed or because yeah. mm -hmm. um, I know it's a big deal for a lot of people with disabilities it sure is. They, yeah. yeah it's a huge and problem not being able to touch the screen and stuff so yeah it's it's awesome. Um, just some of the uh, the best parts I wanted to. Well, go ahead. Did you have any well, questions about Well, I just, yeah, could interject quickly. I know, I imagine, let's say you're in bed and like you can't reach your phone because sometimes, you know, it's hard to sit up and find your phone in the cupboard. So could you just say, oh, you could, you could literally just talk to your phone and tell it what to do, basically? Yeah. So like if you yeah. are on the home screen, for instance, you would yeah. just say out loud, open Netflix and then at Netflix will open and then um, you can say scroll down and the right. page will scroll down and then That's cool. and there's no activation mm -hmm. button so it's not like you have to say Siri and then yeah. say your command it's just always just, listening it's always and so listening. it's okay. yeah it's just very um, like it's just easy to use and like it's it's always listening so it's like when you say scroll down it just scrolls down immediately when you say cool. swipe left it swipes left immediately. When you say go home or go back, the page goes back and it's not. So it's very quick and it's it's like snap, snap, snap and it, it does exactly what you want. Now, does it always listen if you're not wanting to talk to it? Let's say you happen to say go home to someone else. Does it, does it will activate your phone or does? Yeah, does so if voice, if voice control is on, you'll see a little blue microphone button in the top of your screen. Mm -hmm. And that means it's always listening at that moment. And so, mm -hmm. 
yeah, if there's been times where I've left voice control on and then I'll say something to someone and because it's listening, it'll perform a command. So <laughs> to avoid that, you just mm -hmm. simply turn off voice control when you okay. don't want it to be That's using. Cool. And you can even say, yeah. you can even say it out loud to the iPad and it's like, hey, turn off voice control and it'll nice. turn it right off. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. And one more question. How, in the, how does someone get this on their phone? Is it free and where do you get it? Yeah, so it's native to your device. It's already built in ah, and it's already there. Really? So if you have iOS, you okay. will just go to settings, okay. accessibility, and yeah. then after you click on accessibility, you'll see a lot of options. But one of those options is voice control. And okay. all you do is just turn that on. And when, mm -hmm. uh, when you toggle that on, you'll see the blue microphone pop up on your screen. Really? And um, that's how you know it's listening. And so once you see the microphone on, you're free to access all the features of voice command and i recommend you know watching youtube videos uh, yeah. there's some good ones and it just teaches you there's like you can get as complex and deep um as you really want to with a voice command it can be like yeah. go home or something as simple as like zoom into the ninth quadrant and long press button 12 or something like that oh, wow. and so <laughs> you know it gets very complex so yeah youtube videos i would definitely recommend but okay, um, okay. it's already on your device which is really cool both apples and uh androids i can i can't speak for android but i know ios it's it's on all, all right. the devices all right because i'm an android girl i don't use it yeah you'll have to see that i'm sure they have something uh comparable Okay, cool. So, okay, so this is really awesome for anyone that did, I mean, do you think most quads know about this or, or is this pretty, do they teach this in rehab? No, and they didn't teach me this in rehab, but I also was, that was back in 2014. And right. that's the thing, I don't think most quads know about it. And it's like, it's oh. such a, just a useful tool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just opens a lot of doors for you that you yeah. thought were shut before. So okay um, do you find yourself I, using it more instead of touching your phone even though you can uh, so when i'm in my wheelchair no i i will just interact okay. with my stylus yeah. and my finger but okay. um okay. i use it i will say i use it every night when i get in bed cool very yeah. cool well that's a super awesome tip i may have to i'm going to be getting a new phone so i'll probably be looking into that and see, making sure my new phone has that so awesome yeah. so is there anything else you want to share with us or is that about is that about it um that's it just you know if you're a quad or someone with disabilities get voice control or just turn it on on your phone and like um yeah go to youtube and check out the other things because okay. there's lots of cool stuff you can do with it sounds like it's pretty easy to use so it's very easy to use like oh you just turn it on that's it i love that okay well yeah. i'm gonna try it myself <laughs> if you have any questions i'll get back to you <laughs> yeah please do and thanks again uh, Tiffany. all right yeah thanks brandon have a good day okay you too bye-bye right, yeah bye so we are joined by our last guest for this podcast for the month, our wheelchair life hacks. And I'm excited because Tyler, it, it, he's a quadriplegic of a higher level. So he has some awesome tips for people of that uh, type of disability. So hello, Tyler. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining um, joining me and, you know, sharing your story. I I've met you before just online, so this is really cool to chat with you. And so I don't know, I know you're a higher level quadriplegic, but if you don't mind just kind of sharing, you know, your story a little bit, how you were hurt in your level and where you live. Sure. So 2012, when I was 26, I dove off a dock into shallow water okay. and... Um, you know, screwed up my spine pretty good. 
yeah. So I was, like you said, a high-level quad, and I was ventilator-dependent for my first three years after my injury. Okay. And I had a trach in for five years after my injury. Wow. So I was super lucky and blessed. I was able to get off of the ventilator wow. and get the trach out. It's made a huge difference in my life. So How did you do that? Um. You know, anything, you know, I, the way I look at it is everyone's injuries are just a tiny bit different. Yeah. And so while my injury is usually not a level that's associated with being not ventilator dependent, most people are with my level. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so I just, one day I tried to see if I could, you know, unplug the vent for five seconds. Yeah. And then I'd go to 10 seconds. And yeah. once I got up to about a couple minutes, I would, I got this little like breathing tube. I could breathe into it's meant to build up lung function but for me it was more building up my accessory muscles because okay. i pull all of my shoulders a lot yeah. to talk. and um it took two years and so over two years just every day i would breathe into the tube and spend less time on the ventilator you know building up those accessory muscles and you know ended up working out so it's super lucky wow that's great i bet your life is i mean is it a, a lot better not having to deal with yeah. the ventilator i bet i mean that's yeah for question. sure yeah. well i'm glad you got to that point and so what level injury are you then are you a c4 or c5 c1 that's where the that's where the break was c1 uh, so no wonder you're on the vent for a while well that is great that you got off of it congratulations yeah. so okay so okay so it's been about gosh six how many years you've been injured almost 14 years huh no eight, eight 2012. Years. 2012 yeah. sorry so eight years now let's see here so your adaptations is why we got you on the show because you have some pretty cool stuff that you use in your house now i just want to get right into it so your spatula thing that you shared with me is pretty fabulous so can we first you know start talking just about that sure yeah so I was, uh, I think like three, four years after my injury, um, during that, my, after my injury, I lived in my dad's living room okay. and it was, it was great. I mean, it was, I was happy to be there, but my mom was looking around at homes and she was looking at mother-in-law houses, uh, mm -hmm. you know, someplace where I can live close enough where she can still help me, but I can have my own sense of independence. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of got me into, okay, what is it going to take for me to live independently? How can we make this work? You know, I don't, I don't want her to have to spend every minute up here at my house. You know, it'd be nice if she can spend time at her house and then I can kind of just spend for myself. Yep. And one of the things I knew I was going to encounter was being able to get food and water independently. Yeah. So over the years, a friend of mine named Todd Stobblefeld had mentioned that at one point he had a spatula or something and he was hanging crackers from the ceiling, which mm -hmm. to me was amazing. I was like, holy crap. Like, okay, you know. There, there's got to be a way to do this. And like, he's figured something out. I'm not exactly sure what, but it's something that can be done. And so it, he yeah. kind of gave me that idea that like, okay, this is something to explore. So, you know, we tried a few different things anywhere from, you know, getting a cardboard box and sticking spat, the, you know, the handle end of spatulas in a cardboard box. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I could drive my wheelchair up to it and just snag things off of them and, Cool. It eventually evolved into just using like a little gooseneck arm I had laying around, which okay. I think was used for a sip and puff straw. Okay. And just attaching spatulas and spoons to this gooseneck arm. And so <laughs> the gooseneck arm, it, I mean, it's completely like do-it-yourself stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we just like, you know, mount, mounted a piece of wood in my kitchen 
that could uh, the gooseneck arm can mount to, and then we just use zip ties to zip ties the spatulas and spoons okay. on there. And so I have mm-hmm. two spatulas. One I will put like crackers on, the other one a protein bar. Cool. And I have two spoons, like you could put like, I don't know, mixed nuts on there. And then I have a little spoon where I put medications or if I'm going to be by myself and I need meds. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll this obviously has to be preloaded, which is kind right. of... Yeah. This is a good idea. Is that, and so you kind of go up to it and then you spin it around depending on which one you want kind of thing. Well, it's just where I drive my wheelchair up to. So it's, oh, okay. imagine like four separate little stations, even though they're only separated by about yeah. an inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, when I drive up, I line up with, you know, either pills or mixed nuts or protein bar. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. What a great idea. Because, I mean, what other options are there? I know they have that OB feeder out there for people, but that seems very expensive, and I don't know. Yeah, well, more futuristically or futuristic-type stuff is Yeah. there is a robotic arm called the Jayco, which okay. for me is a robotic arm I had control with my sip and puff straw. Oh, cool. Now, I mean, yeah, so how that works is you just, rather than when I blow into my sip and puff straw to drive the chair, Mm-hmm. It gives commands to the robot arm to move around. Wow. And it can feed you, but I mean, it, there's like a, a, imagine how like kind of intricate feeding is, you know, getting the spoon in the right spot, the fork uh, in the right spot. Yeah. I mean, it's like a million commands. And I would say it could take me like three minutes just to get a piece of apple. Okay, no. <laughs> well, they are trying to improve that. The University of Washington just did a study. Okay. where they're using the same Jacko arm, but okay. they put on cameras and sensors. So I could give a voice command mm-hmm. through Amazon Echo, and then mm-hmm. the robot would uh, go to the plate, figure out what's on the plate. So whether it be like a strawberry, an apple, it diagnoses that. It picks it up and it brings it to my mouth. So oh. it's much more efficient because it's just one voice command rather than like 20 different sip and puff commands. The robot picks it up? Right. What? How does that even? How's that possible? I have no idea. But yeah, they uh, they they did their first trials. I think it was like three months ago they finished up. Okay. What's the name of this? Sorry. Uh, the arm is called Jaco, J A C O, okay. and then the University of Washington Robotics Lab. Right, uh, right. I think they have some videos for like autonomous feeding robot. Whoa, that is so nice. Okay. Wow. Cool. I know Todd, by the way, well, I've seen him online and stuff. He also is a C1 quad, right? Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure of his level, yeah. but he can't move his arms. So I know he has right. a lot of awesome tips and stuff. So that's uh-huh. awesome. Wow. So, okay. So how many hours a day does this allow you to be alone when you have this, um, this cool tool then is it right? I do, it depends daily, but the longest I go by myself is eight hours. That's awesome. And that's typically on the weekends. I have a, my caretaker comes in at 10 p.m. on Friday and leaves at 9 a.m. Okay. So I just, um, you know, make sure I'm dialed in, ready to go at 9 a.m. And then my mom gets home from work at four. Okay. So I guess that's not quite uh, eight hours. Well, I guess okay. it, but anyways, um, so that's kind of what I do. And, you know, it's just, you know, medications, water, food, uh, and then just environmental controls to stay comfortable, you know, being able to control my television by voice or by switch. Yeah. Same thing with lights, um, you know, opening, closing a door in case I need to get out in case of an emergency. Yeah. Computer access, um, you know, being able to call for help if I need it. Um, That's wow. I use an Amazon Echo with, uh, and usually the Amazon Echo, you can only call your contacts. 
yeah. you can't call emergency services, well, they have this little $30 um, device called the Echo Connect okay. that lets you use the Echo as your home line. So you can oh. actually call numerical numbers. So 911, for example, is nice. then you can do that with the Echo Connect. So wow. lots wow. of things like that, just in case I need help. Um, you know, I can operate my cell phone with my seventh up straw. Okay. If that fails, then I can use the Echo to call for help. Wow, that's awesome, the Echo. I know I got one for Christmas, but I'm I'm a quadriplegic, a C6, so I don't really need the voice commands per se, but I'm kind of worried that it's going to be listening to me. I've, yeah, well, the best, the only thing I can say about that is if you've ever clicked like a yes to an agreement on your cell phone, yeah, you're probably already having what you say getting picked up. Yeah, I, complete, yeah. I, I hear you. It's a valid concern. Yeah, well, you know, um, I hear, I hear, I think the pros outweigh the cons. So that is great. So, you know, I think this, well, your tip is so cool because it's just a low cost solution to right. what for people that would be a thousands of dollars to get the Jack, the Jayco or however oh. you pronounce that, you know? Yeah. Like I think it's like $30,000. So it's not, Whoa. I mean, it's tough to get. I mean, I, I think the majority of the people who have it either have mm -hmm. private insurance or VA. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have one, for example, they just let me borrow it from time to time. Oh, so it's not an option for me. And that's mm -hmm. why the spatulas are so important. I love it. Well, okay. So since I got you here, um, I know you're going to give me a little video tour that we're going to share with everybody online, but do you want to share since any other tips you have or is, or is that about, is that we shared enough? Like just before I let you go oh. here. Well, I mean, yeah, I got, you know, plenty of tips. Why don't you throw out a scenario and yeah. we'll see. Okay. Start well, with just high level mobility issues. like Yes. Well, you know, I'm hearing, I, I already know that you have water there, right? How do you drink your water? You have a sip, is there a straw right there for your drinking? It, I have like two just aluminum water bottles with like a gooseneck arm okay. that has a straw run through it. Okay. And I, I have them mounted to my windowsill. Ah, your so, window. Yeah, okay. I just drive up to like the, you know, the window, right next to the windowsill, and there's a couple straws poking out that I can grab okay. water from. You don't want to keep any on your wheelchair? I could. Uh, the thing for me is I already have a sip and puff in front of me, yeah. as well as my, I have a sip and puff ventilator, because while oh. I am off the vent, I'm like yeah. not perfect. Like, I okay. can't cough on my own. I can't clear my secretions. Yeah. And I, I can't like, it's sup I can't go a, an entire day without some ventilator help. Okay. But so you breathe I, on it. So the sip and puff helps a lot, but it's, it's oh. much, much better than having it in my neck. Ah, oh, that's crazy. So what's that mic over there on your left for on um, that round mic there? Is that your speaking that mic? Yeah. yeah. That's for the computer. That's so cool. Yeah. And so what I have on my computer set up is mm -hmm. called a Quadjoy. It's pretty oh, much yeah. just a mouse. Um, I drive up to it and I just, you know, move around the joystick with my mouth and I okay. either sip or puff for left and right click. And Great. there are so many different ways to control a computer now. Um, this is just, I like it because, you know, voice commands, there's a lot of interpretation. You know, it has to pick up my voice right. Yeah. If you have like a stick that's acting as a mouse, like it's going to go exactly where I want it to go. I know, that's nice. It may not be as fast or as efficient, but I know it's going to work. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I just have a little microphone um, that I just kind of attached to the arm that holds the sip and puff um computer quadroy straw and that's yeah. how it picks up my voice when i'm doing any speech recognition Which phone number? oh there it is there it yep, is there's Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well this is crazy i can't you know i think a lot of people are probably really will get a lot out of this interview because you know as a, even myself as a c6 quad i'm learning a lot i i know about the quadroy there was your did your insurance cover that too i wish they did 
I believe it did. So I had private insurance for two years after my injury because my employer, Costco, uh, mm-hmm. I was on a Cobra plan, which yeah, let okay. me carry over my private insurance for two years. Okay. And I got this right after my injury. And okay. after now I'm on Medicare. Um, right, right. But for a couple of years, I did have private insurance and it was covered. They're incredibly expensive. Um, there are some cheaper options. There's something called the Lip Sync, which is an open source Okay. Thing. You can get it for like mm-hmm. 150 and then there's something called the quad stick, yes. which is about 600 And then last time I checked on these, uh, mm-hmm. I think they were like 1100 really, really expensive. Okay. So yeah, but the lip sync would be the cheap alternative, but th- the things change so fast. I mean, there could be something new coming out tomorrow. I know. I know. And that's why we always have to be on social media and searching, right? Because we're not going to know from our rehab places. Well, this is cool. Okay. I, I, this is one, I have one more question for you. And then, then this is, might be a silly one, but what if your nose itches? Sip and puff straw. Sip and puff straw. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that would drive me crazy. I would drive, that would really drive me crazy. And so I hope that there's something that you can like, you know, rub your hat, your nose on or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. Like my sip and puff straw, like, you know, it's on the right side of my chair. So I can itch my right ear, but I can't itch my left ear. So it's so annoying, but what can you do? I've spent many a time just trying to angle my wheelchair so I can scratch my ear on something. I just, I'm crashing into the wall, yeah, you know, banging into the door, like, you know, and you know, I'll end up losing my straw. So I'll <laughs> part first spot that where I started just because I'm trying to scratch my ear, but you know, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. I've done the same thing, trying to rub my, my sore shoulder against like the wall and I lose my balance. Even my right. situation mm-hmm. sucks. Okay. This is cool. Well, you've shared some really great tips and stuff. Thank you so much, Tyler. This is awesome. So, okay. Um, I'm going to let you go, but for anyone that's listening and you want to see the video, we're going to have some video of this tour he's going to give us um, on YouTube. Okay. All right. All right. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Okay, Tyler. You got it. Okay. All right. Bye.